part two here. We're gonna actually Brett Brett Vaughn. We'll say his name in the beginning of the podcast instead of thirty minutes into the podcast, like like part one. Um. So so Brett hunts off the of mules and and he's been doing a lot of work. Um, Jason on as you know, like some of his videos and, and, and you got a project, Brett, you've been working on. Tell us a little bit about it. What, what are we going to try and do here? Well, I, I, uh, there were some guys I, uh, that went down and hunted with, with Dale Lee down in Mexico. And uh, I was contacted by, I think it was Mike Martell up in Oregon, or is that where he's at? Washington, somewhere yeah, like yeah, that. Oregon. He told me, I told me I need to go talk to these guys. And he had seen on my videos where I had done a little video on, on Henry McIntyre and then, and then FM Galvan. And when I, you know, years ago when Bruce Kennedy was still alive and he was doing those videos on the warriors of El Gato and, and he was interviewing like Terrell Shelley and, and he did Daryl Fry and who else did he did? Uh, or he did he do uh bunch of those guys. I was real fascinated with that. And I love to talk to those old men and, and hear their stories and hear what they do, you know, or what they did. And so I went and I interviewed, uh, Dennis Carson over in Tucson. He, he was just a young, young boy then kind of a camp boy and, and had some really cool stories about, you know, how they fed their dogs and what they did down there and, and how, how rough it was down there and hunting in those swamps for the Jaguar and, and then I got to researching and there was on the, on the, on an old newspaper, there's a story about uh, Dale Lee breaks his record, something about how many Jaguars he's caught. And I was reading that. I got a, I got a subscription to a, to a newspaper deal where I can pull up those old, those old articles. And there was a man's name, Charlie Settles that was in there was with them. And I just got to screwing around on the internet and searching and I'll be dang if I didn't find Charlie Settles in Tennessee, Dover, Tennessee. And, uh, so I found a phone number and I called him and, uh, neat, neat old man, neat guy. I mean, whether he hunted with Dell Lee or not, he, he has a good story himself, you know, cause he hunted, he ran foxhounds. He hunted there in Tennessee. Then he just, he went down hunting with Dale. He hunted New Mexico. He hunted on the blue in Arizona. He went to Washington. He hunted in Washington. And then he, he, uh, trapped and hunted in, in Canada for, for many years too. And, uh, and he, just like you would think a, a guy from Tennessee would look when I got there, he was sitting out on his porch whittling with a, you know, had his knife and lived in an old log cabin, but I drove from New Mexico all the way to, to Tennessee and I interviewed him. And, uh, that was quite a few years ago. And right after that, I had to sell my place in the mountains or I didn't have to, but I sold it. And, and uh, I kind of, everything got put on the back burner. And there was one more guy, George, Mr. Pavey yeah. that, uh, that was still pretty active. And, and I think he was on your website or on your, uh, big game houndsman forum a few yeah. times. And, and I think he wrote an article for, uh, for that magazine, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. And then yeah. in our, in our app magazine that we, um, I should look that up, try and find that. Yeah. And, and anyway, so, and I contacted him after I kind of got settled again the last year, year before last, something like that. And, and, and he said, yeah, that he'd like to like to talk to me and, and tell his story, you know? So, here just, you know, last month, month before last, I finally got around to getting up there. Of course, this is Boise, Idaho. It's a, it's a three-day drive for me. So me and my grandson, we loaded up. My sister and brother-in-law live there in Nevada, northern Nevada, right there by Wells. So uh, we went up and visited them and then drove up to Boise and, and interviewed him. And uh, I got it all recorded i got audio i got video but i also got audio for that so you audio. did that more like a podcast because some of the stuff before was before this whole podcast yeah uh, we didn't know what podcasting was and i imagine you much didn't either but yeah and and you know talking to you and everything with the podcast and you said that if i was interested that i could share some of my content with you guys and yeah. and so what i did with that is i used a zoom h6 a good audio recorder and and good mics and, and, and I got good audio and I just, you know, and, and what I did before, Oh, I also did Tommy white and Don Milton. And I, and I made those into videos 
and what I did before is I didn't want me to be part of it. I just wanted to hear their story and I didn't really care about, you know, talking or, you know, having my voice on there or anything or my video. So I recorded it in such a way. And then I got on the internet and I got to, you know, learning how they do documentaries with different camera angles and, you know, recording the audio separate and then having to sync it up. And so I went all out when I went up there and did uh, Tommy and Don and I set it all up and Ooh, that's probably the hardest thing I've ever done is try to edit those videos. I it just, is difficult. I was just talking to Jason this this morning because yep. he was like he was gonna you were gonna go <clears throat> try to hook up with well, i'm trying to get hooked up to go down and visit sonny turner sonny and turner. do a in-person and and he was telling me about the the h you know you'd bring the audio down there and i'm like jason let me tell you <laughs> it is it, it seems easy it just seems like you walk in there and you press record and but i'm like you there's all these little things that happen where, you know, voice comes in over a different mic and you get a little echo and trying to get everything synced up. And I said, you know, I said, let's try it, but it's difficult. Don't, don't underestimate how much effort there is. Um, you know, we're doing this for a zoom meeting. We just press record and, and it separates all our audios and it's good enough. Right. But it's not professional audio quality, but mm -hmm. we all got good mics and, and we're getting good. You know, we'll have some, some distortion, but I'm like, don't because dealing some of these product videos that we've done, you know, when we started, man, it's a headache. I mean, it really, really is. You know, you'll have yeah. everything right. You'll have the shot right. And the audio is crap. And you're like, Oh, I got to try and figure out how to get that audio. Right. And I hate it. I hate it. You know what I mean? Like I, it's a pain. Oh, I, you know, and I've had, Oh, I, if I've had one, I've had, 50 guys ask me to do gear videos, you know, on what I use on my mules and what I use, you know, hunting, what my camping stuff when I go out. And I, I bet I've shot 10 videos like that and none of them are worth putting out there. I try to edit them and try to, and it's just, I got to, you know, it's kind of hard for an old man like me, but yeah, I, uh, it, you can make it harder than it is, but the podcast and the story with the guys, you know, I, 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 I've, put the George Pavey one together. I haven't published it yet or anything, but just that simple setup, but just the video and good audio, you know, and then for a podcast, that's the story. You just want to hear the story. And then it's probably nice to be able to go back and see a picture and, and, and you know, put a voice to a, to a face. Yeah. But, uh, you, and so what we've been talking about and, and, you know, again, me and Jason, we don't want, you know, our, our thing about this podcast is, is I was like, I don't want to have to do it every week because it's, it's like a, it's like a train. You know what I mean? Like it, it's so much, you know, and, and you do your YouTube videos and all that. And it's like, man, it is so hard to have a consistent schedule and to, and to, if this was our only job and we only made money doing podcasts, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, you'd have a whole team and, It'd yeah. be way better than this. <laughs> yeah. You, you know I mean? Like, you, yeah. you look at the meat eater and that's what they do. You know what I mean? Like they're making big bucks to do a you podcast. Mean, you mean you just sent me airline tickets and I yeah, could have flown you, out and we'd done it in person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and so we didn't want to do it every week. I mean, I, I just was flat out like that is a losing proposition. I know for me that I get so distracted and so, you know, yeah, it's great to make that decision when we started in, in, in March, April, whenever hunting season stopped. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, oh, right. <laughs> try to get me every Wait. week when hunting season's on. I'm like, ah, no, oh, I'm going hunting. So, yeah. um, so one of the things we're thinking is every other week, and we'd like to fill in that, that open week with, with user content. You know what I mean? People, sure. you know, hopefully you can get some exposure, you know what I mean? And, and I know you have like a Patreon and, and you have a YouTube video and, and we want to, we want you to be successful in there. I don't want to take all your, your glory. I mean, uh, but well, I mean, that's, that's not a big deal. I mean, I think it could go hand in hand with each other, you know, cause I'm going to, you know, I can put up the video too mm -hmm. and, and, but share the audio and there's lots of guys, you know, they're driving down the road or they're, um, you know, driving, looking for tracks and rodent dogs, they can listen to it. And I think that's a great thing, you know, and I think what we can do to, to promote our sport and, and yeah. share it with people. I think that's great. So when do you think you're going to have that, that George Pavey audio ready? Or can we help you get the audio ready? 
Don't put now, you on the spot. You're, now you're putting the pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have it ready. I could have it ready. Let's see. I, I'm going. Uh, oh, I didn't call him. I was supposed to call a man. I'm going to go interview another man that probably knows. Well, he knows a lot about these southwestern dry ground lionhounds, and he's been up in the Gila and doing it for. He's almost 80 years old, so he's been doing it for many years. And he hunted with Dale Lee also. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go try to interview him uh, Thursday. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to uh, go interview him Thursday. So I could probably have the George Pavey out by Saturday. Okay. I could have it. And, and we can also help you with the editing. So if you have the files... Okay. You can have, I don't know what program you use. Um, we have an Adobe, whatever the Adobe program is. I have a, a suite there that we we do for our for video and stuff. But Probably for your video, it's Adobe Premiere, but I think for the audio is Audacity or something like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Audacity or uh, Audition or something. So, yeah, there or something like something that. Something like that. Is that what you use or do you use a, a different one? I, I, I go straight through my Final Cut Pro. And uh, you, that's what I use. And then, and you know, you can run the audio through GarageBand, and you can you can do yeah. quite a bit with that. But if you got somebody who's you know who's really good on that audio, then I could just send you the audio files. Yeah, and, if you uh, want to do that, we're we're totally okay to do that because, like I said, okay, it's cool. good content for us, and and we want to bring it to our users. And so, sure, um, you know that just I I haven't heard it, so hopefully it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> we still have to check it. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't scare off all our, our customers, our podcast customers. I don't know. I, I think I, I'm trying to think. Oh, there's nothing. You know, there's some hard the good stuff. There's there's probably some editing that probably have to be done because, like, at one point, his wife walks in, mm-hmm. and then the trash. Of course, we, we were going to do it out in the backyard, but they had a fountain and they had all this noise. And I told him, I said, you know this mic's going to pick up all that noise. So we need yeah. to get somewhere that's pretty quiet. So we went into the garage and it was really quiet and nice and everything was working good. And then the, of course his wife came through and, and then the trash man came and picked up the trash, <laughs> you know how it goes. And, and so, I mean, those things probably need to be edited out. And then there's certain points in it because I was recording and I use a Canon M50 mm-hmm. and uh, it'll only allow you to, it'll only allow you to record, I think for 20 something minutes. And then it shuts down. So there's some points in it where I have to, my grandson tells me, Hey, this thing quit. And I have to get up and start it again. So, so give us a little teaser on what you covered in that, that Pavey interview. His hunting with how he, how he ended up coming from, I think he, did he say he was from Indiana or somewhere. How did he end up, you know, coming out here and, 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 you know, going down to Mexico and hunting mm-hmm. Jaguars with him. And he had, he, Prior to that, he had had no hound hunting experience at all. And then he ended up with his own hounds and hunting, you know, and hunting there on the blue and, and just more or less his, his, his stories, you know, what he'd done and, and uh, his experiences with Dale. And awesome. Of course, Dale, you know. Maybe we should touch on that real quick because I do feel like a lot of our listeners aren't necessarily big game people mm-hmm. and they might not have a clue who Dale Lee is. Uh, and I think that that is yeah. a name in our sport that they should probably familiarize with. Yeah. Dale Lee is just, you know, when you talk about lion hunting and, and bear hunting or big game hunting with hounds in the, in the Southwest here, then, you know, Dale Lee's the man he was, he was, he devoted his whole life to it. You know, he, I think he was married once for just a little while. Yeah. I don't but, think that one lasted long. No, <laughs> and, but he was, you know, he went down to, uh, Mexico. And then he went to the, uh, what is it? Is it Buenos Aires? Where is it? South America? Yeah. He went down. I'd have to look it up. I mean, if anybody's looking for info on Dale, if you can find a copy, it's called the greatest guide and it's not in print anymore. It's an old book. I ended up finding one somewhere and paid an arm and a leg for it, but it's really good information you know, regarding the Lee brothers and hunting Jaguars. I mean, even, even stateside hunts, but yeah, just an interesting guy and such stories. I mean, and to the point you could tell he was serious houndsman and hunter because he kind of did like you were talking about earlier, Brett, you just learn the country, you learn where to go look. And I remember listening back to the, the daily interviews, you know, and 
it's nice to hear over time. I mean, that hasn't changed. The guys that are out there mm-hmm. looking and know what to look for are the guys exactly. that are really, they're killing it out there, you know, as yeah. far as getting on game, making dogs, enjoying the hunts. So yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's my plug. I wish we could sell you a copy of it, but it's not in print anymore. So it's not in print. Now those, now the, the CDs, they are word for word, mm-hmm. the same as the book. They are word for word, the same as the book. And I, I've, I've, I've talked to, to, uh, it's Dale's nephew that has the rights to those. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what happened. You know, when I put those up on YouTube, you know, I, I just wanted to share them, you know, and I looked and looked and looked and I couldn't find anybody, any copyright or anything on that. And I thought, well, I'll just share this. And then he contacts me. Found it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Hey, I was listening, but a real nice man, super nice man. And, and I told him, I said, well, I said, I said, if you don't, I won't put any more up, you know, I, I, I don't want to infringe on anybody's, you know, content like that. And he, so he asked me, he said, what do you think? Do you think you could sell them? And then I said, yeah. And then I talked to Buddy and we were talking and everything. And I found out those guys were only like 15 miles apart up there. And I thought, here are these, crazy? Here are these CDs are coming all the way down to New Mexico. And then I'm shipped. I said, man, I, you know, I'm not doing this for the pick them up. Yeah, I'm not doing this for the money. I'll just, you know, give it to him and, and y'all can do it. But uh, I think what would be great if, if, is if, uh, if he would agree to make them into a podcast. Yeah, I think that would be super good content. I, and mm-hmm. it's already there. It's already made. Great bonus try. episodes. I yeah. Mean, is there what, 20, I think it's 24 CDs in the set? There's 20, 21 CDs. And then there's pictures. I, I also have an additional CD that is not from that. He recorded it separate. So Mike doesn't have oh, really? it, or his nephew doesn't have any rights to it. And this uh, friend of mine up in Colorado sent it to me, but he has rights to it. Right. And he said, if you can do something with this to make a podcast and uh, then, then do it. And, but I, I, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know what it's worth, you know, and I'm, these guys, to me, I'm just kind of a facilitator, I guess. I just kind of try mm-hmm. to make it happen. And uh, of course, I mean, I'm like anybody else. I wouldn't mind making a few bucks off of it, but uh they, you know, they want to make money so we can figure out what it's worth or what their price is. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm always, because I, you know, as a business, like we, we make our money selling garment systems and, you know, I mean, like, so that's what we do is we sell hound supplies, sure. but on that kind of thing. And it's just like I told you is, you know, I don't want free. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. can, if you can do something that, that promotes you and, and helps the sport and you make a couple bucks off that or we're totally cool with that. Like that, that's yeah. one thing that we pay for advertisement. We, you know, we try to earn our way. Sure. And so if, if there ever comes up a situation where we can get that on the podcast for our customers and there's a, a sponsorship or something, we can, you know, help pay for the rights on that. Let us know, because I think that's yeah, really good information to, you know, it's good content to share, you know, and, and well, like Brett and I were talking last week, you know, the thing is, <clears throat> in the days of, of technology, I mean, we can document all this. It's just getting around to it and getting a lot of these old timers that, I mean, unfortunately they are passing every year. It seems like we're losing at least one that kind of rocks the boat. You know, you, you notice that they're gone cause they've been such a, a big name in our, yeah. our sport. And there's a lot of these little gyms but, out here that, you know, guys that have been quiet and haven't had the notoriety or anything that, that have spent their life with hounds and, and and hunting and and not many people know about that that we you know we just lost pat wantlin you know and he was one of these guys that yep. he knew yeah he well you get on the phone with him start talking these southwest dry ground lion hounds and he could tell you everybody's dog and where they came from and how were they you know and what kind of dog they were and everything and and uh you know he, he had a car accident and and he was in his 80s yeah, yeah and he was full of it still Oh, just as sharp as a tack. Man, except, except a Garmin, okay? He wasn't, <laughs> the guy took the tech call with Pat on Garmin, so you know, I, had, I had to help. There was something I could teach a Pat Watlin around to. I, mean, I could I could learn a lot from dogs on him, but I could teach him about a Garmin. I, I'm going to miss oh, that I guy. I will say this. That's one, because I remember I actually found out through Brett. We were talking on the phone, and 
I had just talked to Pat not that long ago. You know, it was like a couple of weeks prior and dear Lord, the, uh, the tech support, man, that was one <laughs> thing. It was finally like, Pat, just send it in. We'll, we'll get it set up. We'll send it back. We'll take care of it. But yeah. you know, it was just the knowledge that that guy had. I mean, cause correct me if I'm wrong, but I think his property, it was bordering the Evans ranch, right? You know, I, I'm not real sure. I know he had something. Or is it's he right some, there. Yeah, and he had some property there. What do they call it? Camp Verde? Camp Verde? And that's, mm-hmm. I think Dale Lee spent a lot of time up there. And uh, Yeah, because I remember hearing all those stories and talking with Pat. And yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because you were yes, interviewing got, him, weren't you, Brad? In fact, I got voicemails on my phone still from when we were trying to get together. And then I was just about to be able to get to go, you know, and then this this COVID thing started and you know, when this thing first came out, I was scared to death. You know, you sure don't want to go, you know, try to talk to some older man like that and 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 right. take the risk of possibility of maybe you you uh killing him. You know, yeah, killing him. Exactly. <laughs> I I I I just say because I was supposed to, I went down to to um, Arizona and I visited with with Garmin's Tektronic or a Tritronics facility. You know, they they had the Garmin and. uh I was supposed to go. I met with uh, the Derringers, and I was, and I had a schedule to go meet with Warner Glenn. Oh wow! And same same type of thing. And and I was I got sick. I was at I was at Derringers, and I was supposed to go riding with him, and and uh, I just wasn't feeling good. And I'm like, I could just feel the temperature, you know. And I and I was having dinner. I said, you know, I'm I'm not going riding with you tomorrow. You know, I said I don't I don't feel right. And I I called uh, Kelly or Warner's Warner's daughter, right? And and I said I. I said, I really want to meet him, but I said, I don't want to be the guy that, that, that takes yeah, him out, no, <laughs> you know, I mean, right? being sick. And I was like, I'm, I got a pass on, you know what I mean? And so I, it, it wasn't COVID, but it was the same thing. I was like, you know, they, they get up in age and the flu is, is just not a good thing. And so I, I passed on it and, and I need to go back and, and do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Please. That it would... was like you said, you start thinking about it and you're like, yeah, I don't want to be the one guy, you know what I mean? Like, well, right. yeah, that buddy guy showed up and then all of a sudden he got the flu and give him his disease you know, from the airplane. <laughs> killed killed so. one of the best dry ground lion hunters around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I don't want to be. You don't want to be known for that? <laughs> no, I want to pass on that. I'll take a hard, that's a hard, <laughs> hard pass. Oh, yeah, um, that would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. So what, I mean, this this documentation and you know recording all your ventures i mean is obviously you started way before this what made you make that decision to document it and to get it down and and do these interviews let alone just your independent work and by the way we should plug you brett what's your youtube channel it's uh born 100 years too late yeah uh yeah say that, say that again because i think the audio messed born up. 100 years too late I it's just something I came up with because of the way I hunt, I guess. But, uh, yeah, Outdated. just, yeah, just, in, just. <laughs> What'd you say last week? You said, I don't know if I like, I, I was asking, you know, hunting off of mules and, and what you liked about it. You said, well, maybe I just like working harder than I have yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, there's something about it. I, you know, when I first started, I didn't know any different. I, man, I bought some dogs that were, I paid what I thought was a lot of money for, and they're supposed to be lying hounds. And man, I just took them out and turned them loose and jumped on my mule and, or my horse at that time. So let's go. You know, I thought they're just going to go find me a lion and go catch it. But it took about six months and I learned that that's not the way it goes. <laughs> so those, those dogs learned real quick that I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but uh, yeah, I got that. And then the, the, as far as the, is, is the, you know, documenting and talking to people. I was fascinated with, with what Bruce Kennedy did. You know, I, when I got a hold of the, well, let's, let's back. I heard his name a couple of times. Let's, let's explain Bruce Kennedy. Cause I, I know, you know, I, I kind of, his website kind of launched W, yes, you yes. know, that's that the that old, he, he started the old shade tree, the old Go shade ahead. tree website. And that was, Correct. you know, he, he was on that and he started it and man, that, you know, and that was before fake book and, and, uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. everything. And, and, and we all gathered at the old shade tree and you could read just about anything you wanted to on there. And it was, I wish I, I wish I knew who had the archives to that. If there, if there even exist. So, um, 
so so it went from Bruce to Drew Wordinelli. And so Drew owns coondogs.com. And so he had it for several years, you know, big game houndsman um dot com is what he changed mm-hmm. the name to, which was which was the shade tree and it had all the forums in there. He converted the it, not to get all technical, but it was a a, a different format and he changed it to a phbbb bulletin and so he owned it for a while and i was on that website i don't i i I think i was doing like tree dog wear you know i was trying to sell t-shirts and and i didn't w was it was w graphics graphics, but it was just yeah we were you know we were doing decals and on mostly elk and deer decals and and as i got into the dogs it kind of morphed that way so I had a relationship with Drew because I was trying to advertise and, and on there. And, and anyways, um, you want to talk about a, a small world? The, there was the, a poaching article or deal that came up. Boy, there was just conflict on that. You know, on the on the poaching side is is half the people were like, you got to support these guys, and the other half was was you can't. You know, what I mean, you can't stand with you know what i mean it was just yeah. it, i mean it's kind of like today's world you know what i mean like you look at the democrat and liberal i mean we're it's so, all or one we're so, divided we, we we so polarized yeah everything it was it was just a dividing moment on that and uh somebody called drew you know word nelly they, they called him an anti-hunter or something and oh he's a hothead you know, <laughs> he, he didn't like that he just flipped <laughs> the switch over. off of the website and so <laughs> it was like that website was gone and uh he sold the archives. You were asking about the archives. He sold them to uh, Scott in Montana. Went by the name Spanky oh, okay. on the website. And I don't know if, if 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 Scott. I haven't heard of him, so I don't know if he has dogs anymore. But he's he was out of Montana, and I don't know if that website's still around. It, it kind of petered off because he redid it, but he made it a closed. Um, essentially, he took all the archives and. Killed, deleted all the members and only let his group and and so scott um is the one that has those and it would be really cool to get to get those back because what i so when that blew up right that when when drew turned that website off big game it was biggamehoundsman.com i was i mean this goes back in w's history so at this point I called Drew and I was like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, rah, rah, rah. he's all mad at the world. I said, well, why don't you sell me that name? Do you, you know, or I'm sorry, biggamehoundsman.com. And I said, you know, just the name and, and all, and, and just put a brand new forum. On. You know what I mean? Start a brand new from the, the, from the start forum. Cause I couldn't, he'd already sold the, the database mm-hmm. to Scott. And I said, I don't need the database. I wish I would have had it now, right? If I had, if I had the opportunity, I would have bought the database too. But and, I would, and then you could ask me who has that, and I'd be like, I do. You can, <laughs> you can have a copy. You know, but, but anyways, um, that was – and I, I remember um, – so it was $1,000 is, is what he told me he wanted for that. And, I mean, I didn't have 1000 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I was – my dad was like, "You're what? You're buying what for a thousand dollars? What's this interweb? <laughs> What's this interweb? You know, big game houndsman." And I said, and my wife, you know, she, she was like, "I don't know. That's a lot of money." And I mean, it was a lot of money. I mean, it was, it was like taking a chance. You know, what I mean, I, I was like, I had this thing. I'm like, this was before. Like you said, it was before Facebook, and I could just feel that that shift. Yeah, that emotion. You know, the the forum. You know what I mean? The connection. And I said. And, and so I, I got to be the hero. I got to be the guy that turned the switch back on. And I was just trying to keep a place for people to congregate. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't have any grand plans of making this W empire on that one decision. You know I mean? It was just, it it felt like I could help the hound Mm -hmm. community by, by, you know, cause I had a little thicker skin. You know what I mean? Like I could take the heat um, and no offense to Drew, you know what I mean? But he, he's from the South and he just wasn't going to put up with it. He just, you know. he wasn't. And, and, and there's plenty of people like that. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I find myself like that. So I'm not judging, but, but I, you know, everybody, you saw the value in it for the, our sport. Yeah. And, and rough guy, I deal with rough guys all the time. You know what I mean? Like we're houndsmen, you know what I mean? Like I, 
you're not going to offend me by telling my you, dogs you, suck. You know, I'm like, yeah, they do. You, they? you should make YouTube videos and read the comments. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Right. You learn a lot about yourself. I don't, no, I don't have that tough a skin. <laughs> not that tough. But, but anyways, that was, what's really funny to me is I, you know, I, I talked with Laura and I said that thousand dollar decision that I, I didn't have a thousand dollars at the time. You know what I mean? I really didn't. I, 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 I think I had to borrow some or whatever. I don't know how I, I paid for it, but if I did, it was my whole paycheck that I was like, you know, going to the Vegas gambling slot and like dropping it all in and be like, on red. <laughs> yeah. but, but that paid that thousand dollars has paid dividends. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, because it introduced me to, um, a lot of people. And I mean, shoot, but in the first two days we had 600 members because I knew there was this hole, you know, it was this void, it was just gone off the internet. And I knew if I could put that back together quick enough that it would just fill back in. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, shoot, my, my idea was to make advertisement money on it. I was like, well, I think we could sell it. Sure. You know, I, I, I was like, I can make my thousand bucks on advertisement somehow. Mm -hmm. And I did, but it, but it, it was sprung off to so many different things that, that, yeah. Yeah. It gave me the opportunity to, to build a relationship. <laughs> it was my, it was my living room for, for townsmen and, and I got to have a relationship with people. And, and that's what's, that's, that's honestly, I, I, I attribute everything about W I attribute back to that thousand dollar decision, yeah. gathering that up and getting it done, making that jump, you know, so isn't that crazy. And the fact that people are on big game houndsmen that don't even know how to get on Facebook. There's a bunch of those guys on there that won't go on Facebook or anywhere. Right. And it, it's, um, you know, it's like this uh, underground, you know, kind of stigma, I think, you know, it's like our own little niche, but yeah, it's crazy to me. That was a excellent investment there, buddy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I know I was cussing it there in those years because I'm like, God dang it. Somebody got on that. That was a genius idea. It, it was, and that is, is a testament to uh, Kennedy, Bruce Kennedy. I mean, yep. he's the one that started. So he started... Mm -hmm. There was another website called the Coyote Gods, and I don't know if you guys remember that, but he started that with a guy named John Henry, and it was a real pie. It was kind of, it was kind of looked down upon from a lot of like there was the Predator Masters website, and then uh, mm -hmm. there was another I can't remember the other one, but and that's kind of where I got to going on the internet. I I I, I got on the Coyote Gods, and and really that's kind of how I got started with a lot of the hounds and the in my older age is that they, you know, I started out with those stag hounds and, and those guys were, they were decoying coyotes, you know, they had these decoy dogs and they would call in, call in coyotes. And then these dogs would go out and they trained them to come back, you know, and, and toll those, those coyotes in. And I thought that gum, if you can do that with, and bring them in, why can't you just get a dog that can run those suckers down and kill them? So that's what I did. <laughs> I started, and that was back before Fox pro or anything. And, John Henry had come up with this, uh, you used a Johnny Stewart converter collar and an Azaden remote mic. And it was, you had to have a wheelbarrow to take it out in the field with you. I mean, but you could remotely call, you know, and you could control the, 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 the call remotely. And I got to going out there and I had those big old stag hounds on a leash and, and call those coyotes in and let them loose. And then pretty soon I started doing when the Fox pro came out, I started doing it on horseback and, uh, but yeah, Bruce Kennedy, I mean, he's the one who started that. So, so he had, he, he was a, and I got to go visit with Bruce at his house, you know, and, and, and talk to him. And that's where I bought the CDs and, and I really liked Bruce. Yeah. He had those, the, like I said, those, was it the Oreos El Gato, which, you know, some of that stuff would be really cool to I put them all up online. They're all on my YouTube channel. Uh, the Warriors oh, of Elgato, yeah. the Regulators, and then the other ones, uh, the Warriors of Elgato, the Lion Hunters or something like that. I don't know. But this is like this. Is, Ollie Barney, man, what a character. Sewell Goodwin, he, now Ollie's passed away. Sewell Goodwin's passed away. CJ Prox passed away. And then he has Randy Cooper. Randy Cooper used to be on on uh, on the Big Game Houndsman all the time. And you have rights to be able to publish that or that yes, you can tell? Yes, there was a guy now – Back a long time ago, I published one, and there was a guy in, uh, he's up north somewhere, and I can't remember his name right now. And uh, he said, and I published one, he, and he 
sent me a message and said, I, matter of fact, he sent me a message on big game houndsman. He said, I wish you'd take that down. He said, I sell those. So shoot, that's been six years ago, something like that. So, uh, yeah, at least six years ago. So I took them down and then here this last year, I hadn't seen them for sale anywhere. Cause he was selling them. And so I, yeah. I researched around, I got a hold of him and I said, are you doing it? Can I buy those from you? Cause I thought, well, they need to be right. out here. You know, there's some good information in there. He said, you just take it over. He said, so instead of, you know, selling a, a, a DVD or whatever, I just, I just published them on my YouTube channel and you getting good views uh, on it. They get, you know, I get, where can somebody find couple, those? I've got a couple thousand views per video, something like that, you know, and, and uh, just born 100 yeah. years too late, the interviews, the Warriors of El Gato. And I published yeah. all of them. And, and uh, you know, it, you know how it is with the with the advertisements on on these things. You know, I get like $2 per thousand views. So I've made 4 or $5 off of them. <laughs> I'll, you gotta, give, I'll give you I'll, six right now. <laughs> I was going back and checking out some of your videos actually the other day and an advertisement came up. And I'm not going to get political, but it was a political ad, we'll say. And I no thought, hmm, this is interesting. You know, uh, Brett, where's Brett getting his advertising money from? Uh, you know, I have no control over what they, what. Oh, I know. It was funny. I laughed about it. I'll be honest. But you know, the, the algorithm, the algorithm is supposed to show you content that you're interested in. So, so yeah. yeah what, so what is that saying about Jason? Well, you better watch it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it didn't have anything to do with Crazy Joe. But <laughs> do you, do you, uh, Red? Do you have Instagram? Yes, I do. Okay, so you ever hit that search button? Uh, yeah, I guess I have a couple times. Do you get a bunch of? Uh, chicks in bikinis with fish no you know like yeah random. exactly you know what but on facebook i get chicks in bikinis always want to be friends with me but i just kind of thought it was because they see my <laughs> picture you know <laughs> they see me and they wanted to have something to do with me you know yeah i'm on the thing and it's like it's, it's kind of annoying you know you'd be around you know like my, my family my daughter and i'm like wow you know every time i want to search for something and I'm like, I always blame it on Jason. I'm like, that damn Jason. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's got my Facebook. <laughs> it's probably Bradley. <laughs> but yeah, th those algorithms, they know. And and it's not that I like any of that because I, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I try not to share yeah, that. I like he's going to dig a hole right now. <laughs> but, yeah, but they, they be must careful what you say. See where your, where your eyes and you stop. You're like, well, stop. And, you know, the algorithm of that technology is. From a technical aspect, because I'm a technical person, I, I, you know, product engineering at Intel. I mean, I just think mm -hmm. like, how does a computer do that? You know, how do the algorithms? And stuff? It's a, it, it's like kind of scary. You know what I mean? Like the, the stuff. Biggest crazy. problem I see with it is that you know I make videos that I try to share, you know, my hunts, but I want to share them. I want people who don't know anything about hunting with hounds to see how we take care of our dogs and how, how important yep. they are to us and, and how it's not just a turning a bunch of screaming dogs loose and then shooting something out of a tree. But because the algorithm works the way it does, my videos aren't surfaced to anybody like that. The algorithm knows what you're, what you're interested in. It knows, you know, what you've clicked on in the past. And so that's what it serves up to you. So, you know, being in such a small niche as I am, and then, you know, you go from, I, I mean, from hunting to hunting with hounds, to hunting lions, to hunting lions, dry ground on a mule, that's a pretty small niche. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, the growth there is not, you know, not like, I'm not going to be no pootie pie. Yeah, no, but hopefully, and, and like I said, the, the thing I'm most excited about is you have a lot of content and if it makes sense for you, you know, I mean, I always tell people, make sure this it's right for you. And I, and I genuinely 100% I'm saying that on the air because I want you to know that it needs to be right for you. And if you came to me and said, buddy, I can make a million dollars on this YouTube video. I'd be like, have at yeah, it, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't, I can't pay you that. And, and I'm, I support yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, but if, if you, if you're going to get $7 from YouTube advertisement, Double, you'll cut you a six dollar <laughs> check, and you can put. It on. Yeah, no. Yeah. Maybe we even go more than that. You oh know? no, you know I'd like you know I like to contribute, and and you know I got my Patreon, and I got some some good what you call them patrons, 
guys that 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 you know they they get i think it's like a dollar a month for some of them and five dollars a month for some of them and ten dollars a month for other ones and you know i those guys i always kind of i'll post on there and and you know i mainly i use them kind of like as a sounding board sometimes you know ask them well, what do you think you know and and i asked them i said do you you think i ought to put advertisements on my youtube video should i run advertisements you know because it's not that you know during the season i might get a hundred bucks for a month you know and and yeah and, yeah but and they all said no no we run advertisements and then i said do you want me just to have exclusive content for you guys do you think i should just you know make exclusive content just for patreon it's not listed on my regular youtube channel and they said no oh, no make it for for everybody we're just here to support you you know and that that kind of makes me, yeah, That's that makes awesome. me feel really good. And it makes me, gosh, darn, you know, like I got these coffee cups in. I've been selling, I don't have one in here once you know it. Uh, You're going to send us one for free for. I'll, I'll send y'all, I'll send y'all a coffee cup. <laughs> so I sent out, you know, some coffee cups and stickers. I got these stickers and then I've got a lot of older men that they don't know anything about the internet. They don't have PayPal and they don't know how to get on Patreon, but they've watched my videos and, and uh, man, I've had them send me stuff, and, and one guy sent me money, and you know, just because he, he he enjoys what I do, and it, and that and that really really does make me feel good. I I it makes a person feel good that they can create something that somebody sees as as value, and 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 they're willing to, to to pay pay you the you know, and just that little man. I got a I got a business, and I you know, and I I've made some money in my life, and but that little you know, $60 I get a month means as much to me as anything. I mean, because yeah. that's something I created and I shared with people and then they're willing to pay for it. So. Yeah. It, it's, it's really humbling. I mean, it really is a humbling. Yeah. Yes, it is. We, I get to deal with our, the hounds, the houndsmen. I wouldn't trade those mm -hmm. for anybody. I mean, those people, there are some really, really solid yes. individuals. In, in our group. Yes. Salt of the earth. Yes. People. Yeah. The regular videos I make, I, you know, that's, I, I, I've always messed with video since way before YouTube and everything. I used to make some roping videos mm -hmm. and different things like that. And, uh, oh, even way back when we had one of those little things, when I was a kid, I got some videos from that. But when I, my wife told me when I was hunting a lot up in the mountains, my wife said, well, you ought to keep a diary you ought to you know document what you're what you're doing and i would write and i still got these things these these standard diary or whatever and i'll write in it every now and then and back then i'd write in it for a day or two days and then i'd skip a month <laughs> just too lazy to write but i would turn on the camera and i would turn the camera on and 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 either take notes or 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 record and say you know we went out so-and-so place and it was kind of like a, a video diary. And then, and then YouTube came out and I, I edited a couple of videos and put them up and I thought this is kind of fun. So I started just kind of documenting what I do, you know, and, and, and a lot of, I got, man, I got a 21 terabyte hard drive here. That's, and I've got an eight terabyte hard drive here that, and the eight terabyte is completely full and the 20 something terabyte is pretty close to getting, well, it's about halfway full, I guess. That's a lot of video, but a lot of it's unusable. It's shaky and bad audio. And I was just learning, you know, and, and it's good for me to look back. So hold on. Let me, can you explain what a terabyte is to our customers? It's 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 big. <laughs> I know that. Okay. <laughs> so it's a lot. That's a, let's just call it a lot. I'm just, no, I'm, I'm picking not on that. The I, I can use some big words every now and then, but I can't. <laughs> it's big. Well, Brett, let's, let's start wrapping this up. I think it's been an excellent podcast. Um, I am really, honestly, I'm excited to see what you're going to, going to help us with if, if you're willing and, and you have some stuff. And I think, I mean, I, I'm hopeful. I don't know what me and Jason has talked about. It, and I think if you're willing and, and as long as it can help you out and we want to make sure that people support you and your Patreon and, and we got to get you maybe to, maybe to cut a intro, you know, I don't get too oh, crazy, no. but if you want us to help you with that, you know, but, um, I, I think you can have your own little corner in this podcast and, and people can you, you do what you want with it. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, 
like I said, I'm excited. I think the podcast is, I think that the content that we create like that with these, these guys is, is, is best suited for a podcast, you know, good stories and, and people can listen to them while they're driving down the road and everything, you know, instead of having a video. Yeah. and, and even the tapes, we maybe, maybe, you know, we just got to preface it that it wasn't recorded for a podcast, you know, so it's a little different format, but you know, some, some of the old tapes you got, you know, anything like that, that you think is worth getting out, get the word getting out there. And we may just have to explain that, Hey, this, this was done way before we knew this what is a, from the vault. <laughs> yeah. This is from the vault. We didn't know what a podcast was and, and, you know, cause I, I'd like to get some of that information. And I know I had those CDs and it was so hard to find time to listen to them. And now with a push of a button, you can just download it and, right. and I'll be out of the woods for, you know, eight hours and I can just download a bunch of different episodes oh, yeah. and, and I'd be able to get through content that I didn't be able, and then I wasn't able to do years past. Yeah. And I, you know, and I don't know what, what he, what his ideas are. I've talked to him on the phone about what he thought the value was or what, you know, what, cause I, I mean, a guy might be able to just buy him out because it's not, it's yeah. not like, I, 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 I believe CDs and DVDs and everything. They're just a thing of the past anyway. I mean, anybody yeah. can, it, it, you can't, you're not going to sell them and make any money with them because people can copy them and share them. And I mean, yep. My new truck didn't even have a CD player in it, you yeah. know, brand new Dodge pickup and you can't even put no a CD kidding. in it. And I don't do all this fancy new stuff. So, yeah, we had to take them off strictly because they'd sit way too long and the, the shelf life. And it's and like you said, it was just a CD, yeah. but, but to try something different, maybe on the, I mean, we should probably see if we can talk to him and see if we can do it a different way, you know, because he's supposed to call me back. So at some point yeah you should you should ask him and see you know but one way or the other if he's interested in that because the cds just don't work and we had to i know for us we had to it was such a pain to to keep up with inventory on that yeah and then if he you know and then if uh depending on what he wants i i might just put you in touch with him so kind of like that deal just there's no sense in me being yeah. in the middle of that well, we we should probably just hack this out offline and keep the podcast. There you dogs. go. There, yeah. There's <laughs> probably just our, our our audience our audience retention just dropped. Just <laughs> exactly. We're, we're talking about details, and they're like, "Hey, just get to just figure that out and bring it to us." That's all they want to know, right? But I think that was a, a good little you know spot to kind of circumvent around back to because. You know, in the beginning, Buddy and I, I know we talked about this a lot, is we did not want this to be the Buddy and sure. Jason show. Like, yeah. That's the last thing that we want. If we could fill this podcast with good content, you know, around the important things, supporting our mm-hmm. lifestyle, projecting good good portrayal of our houndsmen and our hounds. I mean, shoot, we don't need our ugly faces uh, yeah, on here. It's, you yeah. know, it's... uh we want that content because like you were saying, if we don't document this now, who knows if it'll ever happen. And in the world of Facebook, there's such an overload of videos and content out there, especially for novice hunters. I mean, they've got to weed through. I'm going to try to be nice about this. They're going to have to weed through a lot of videos to get to anything with some valuable Mm -hmm. content, you know? So I think, if we can really hold true and hold ourselves to a standard and bring in, you know, some content from the outside, you know, so anybody out there listening, if you're thinking that you can do this, we want to see you do it. I mean, we want the content, you know, just because we're sitting here talking with, with Brett, you know, there's a Brett in everybody's life, somebody that you look to and you just, you know, I got a lot of respect for what you do, Brett. And I know everybody else out there has that one person, and, you know, it's funny when you get in these groups, that one person is the same person for 20 different people or a hundred different, like they're that focal point. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there listening and you think that you can get some good content, let's hear there some stories. Go. We want to hear it and we can help with the editing and, and whatnot. But you can get you know, set up on the, on the, on the audio recording, like this zoom with the, with the, we've done it enough that we have an account. We can set up the meeting for, for you. So if you're sitting there going like, oh, you don't know where to start. Okay. Just call us. You just say, Hey, I want to, you know, like, and this goes to any listener out there that, that is like, I got this old timer. 
call us and we'll set up a meeting and we'll walk you through how easy it is. And, and you can hit, you know, we'll hit the record button and you guys, man, that, that's what we're all looking at each other right now. Like you can't yeah. see that through your podcast listening, but yeah. you know, we're in three different States sitting here talking like we're across the table. So yeah, it's uh it's something that acquiring this content has became a lot yeah. easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, we all got to network and we all got to come together and make this happen for the greater, you know, good of what we're trying mm-hmm. to do here. And I think that we're at a, at a point now in, 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 in our history or whatever, look at, just look at the changes from what these guys went through to how we hunt. I mean, it, it's just, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Explain GPS to a, a guy back in the day, yeah. you know, some of these old timers, they'd look at you cross-eyed. Yeah. I hunted with a, with Mr. William, J.R. Williams and he had a Garmin and he carried it around all the time. And the dogs, we, we caught a couple bears and the one ran off over, you know, dogs ran off over the thing and he got it out and he's turning it on. I said, I said, J.R. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, well, he said, I don't want the batteries to go down. I said, just carry you some, this was back when they were double A batteries. I said, just carry you a couple extra batteries in your pocket leave that sucker on you know <laughs> yeah he yeah. was an old man yeah. he was quite a guy too i did a little video on him also i don't know where it's at i don't know if i published yeah. it you got too much we're gonna stuff. make brett dig through the archives now you're not gonna sleep uh, tonight yeah no no you got me thinking <laughs> yeah there's a lot of guys all over you know and, and that need to be talked to and they need their stories need to be documented i mean and that's that's the bottom line i mean yep. they need to there's in there you know there's those of us that are in between then there's young guys that are coming up and they need to hear those stories you know because there is a lot of bs out there too you know and and that's sometimes it's hard to to get through all that yeah but anyway awesome well let's wrap this one up i'm gonna hit the the end brett it's been good this is our first part one part two episode okay and uh we look forward to seeing what you got all right thanks buddy 